Last year, we did this for the first time in Naples last year, Bitcoin Day in Naples 23, and uh, it went so well that we decided it was pretty much a no-brainer to repeat it. So, hence, we are ready and excited for Bitcoin Naples 24. We upped our venue capacity by about 50%. So last year we only had 100 people in the room and this year we're expecting to have 150. If you're just joining us, we're hearing from John Drew and Jack from Bitcoin Day Naples. I am your host, Charlie Shrem. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to The Charlie Shrem Show. We're together for over five years, twice a week, sometimes once a week, sometimes three times a week. My loyal podcast listeners, we've been diving deep and meeting some of the, the biggest OGs in the Bitcoin and crypto space, hearing some of these stories, but to truly understand how this movement came to be, where we are right now, where we're going in the future. We've, we've all been together on this roller coaster. I'm excited for a lot of reasons. Like it's a new year, but what a great way to start off the new year than to head down to Naples, Florida, not very far from where I live, to speak at Bitcoin Day Naples, a day to celebrate Bitcoin and crypto folk and all these different people and all these different kind of activities and different things. And it's really exciting because it seems like you guys launched during a bear market. And now with the stats that you're telling me, we're like leading into a bull market. Like what are the noticeable differences between launching Bitcoin Day last year versus now this year, other than that? Last year, we had quite a bit of support to begin with. And, you know, we're fortunate that we have three or four different influencers, what I would call Bitcoin influencers, that actually own homes in the Naples area. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, right? they were our core supporters last year. And so their assistance and their influence and their network, it wasn't all that difficult to really attract people. But we weren't sure, you know, how we could fill a venue uh, with with a hundred or more people. We originally had aspirations to do like 200, 250 people, and then it quickly became evident that that wasn't going to happen. So we switched gears and went down to a smaller venue, and it turned out to be great because the previous the Bitcoin Day model before in twenty twenty one and twenty two was to have multiple stages and, yeah. and have two or three different things going on at the same time. And so the bear market kind of forced us into this more intimate setting. And it turned out to be great. We got such great feedback about everybody being in the room at the same time all day long. You know, we set it up banquet style so that people were sitting at round tables and able to talk with each other and visit with each other during transitions. They didn't have to wander around to find which stage they wanted to go to or choose which presentation option. And so yeah. with that feedback, you know, it was it was a no-brainer to just repeat that, but increase the scale a little bit. And the the bull market helped that and has helped generate lots of interest, you know, that NGU always does. Jack, nice to meet you as well. Appreciate you both coming on the show, by the way. What do you think coming from last year, people can expect to get out of this event? Like, what did you, what What are the reasons for even creating this event in the first place? The creation of uh, Bitcoin Day and Bitcoin Day Naples specifically uh, was for us a strategy to localize, you know, our efforts and our interests. So when we started to look around and realize that the market and the conversation has uh, really elevated just in the, just in the past year, and um, like you said, when we were kind of everything was sort of bullish or excuse me, bearish so last year where we you're first launching, 
it was kind of a mild success uh, and it was successful actually uh, <laughs> but what i mean is that now that it's sort of uh, kind of got this bullish vibe to it as john mentioned uh, not just ngu but like everybody's game and conversation is kind of seems to be elevated and so um looking back uh, at john's uh, uh, record of producing this you know, we realized that we had a really great bit model in terms of connecting people with great speakers. And then, of course, the content, the hallmark right there or the, the most notable idea being the connection uh, between the people. And like, yeah. like John said, with the format, a simple format alone, you know, like we're not doing the big green room thing. We're not doing speakers hidden behind curtains. Any Everybody is completely accessible and involved in the whole day together. And that's really kind of a sweet spot. I like that. And that's to John's credit and Edward as well, uh, our founding uh, member. You know, it's kind of fascinating to see the everybody's level of conversation is just a little bit more excited. It's kind of you could say, oh, yeah, some more adoption has happened. But it seems sort of wider than that, like the types of people that we're speaking with, the sort of quality of interest from different angles. um, You know, it's not just like you know, all kind of crypto friendly people. We've gotten in front of different uh, sort of wealth management and asset management groups, and uh, they seem seem really very keen on the conversation, whereas like you couldn't get their time of day about a year ago, you know, to even talk about this. So the conversations are all elevated now. You really think that like these events going forward, people, it's like the in the old days, it was more entry level, but now the the conversations and like the demand for and what people want to consume and the content that they want is more like higher level. They want to they they have a basic knowledge of what's going on here. Now they want to go to the next step. And that's like an interesting macro view of like where we are in like as a whole as an industry. You know, like it used to be that people were just still so new and like just very nervous to even put their feet in. But now that they're, now their feet are in, especially the last bull market, I think everyone had a taste the flavor of crypto and Bitcoin. You're a lot more comfortable learning about an asset when you've just lost a lot of money in it. Because then you're like, I know. All right. Like I've seen yeah. the negatives. Let's go for Let's figure out this thing. Like, how is everyone else making money? Like. My friend Arthur Hayes, who founded BitMEX, told me that when the best thing to do is to learn how to trade crypto is put a bunch of money in a in a trading app and just try to like lose as much money as possible for 30 <laughs> days. And you'll end up like making you'll le- you'll just learn how to make a bunch of money and it ends up working out like, you know, but that's really interesting. So so everyone's going to be coming to this event like everything's doubled up. It's going to be bigger. There's a lot more to get out of it. It's really cool because. A lot of the conferences, you know, when they do have those green rooms, you just go to the green room, I talk, you know, and you don't really get involved in the rest of the conference. I spoke at a Wall Street Journal conference a couple of months ago, and I was more excited to be there. I felt a little bit like imposter syndrome because the other speakers were like Arnold Schwarzenegger and John Legend and all these famous. So I was like, my wife and I like went to all the dinners and we were participating in everything. And the Wall Street Journal was like, thank you for like mingling with all the people. And I'm like, what are you thanking me for? Like, thank you for, we went for free to this awesome event, you know, for three days. And it was, it was really cool. And I got to like meet Anthony Scaramucci from Skybridge. We spoke on stage together and he's like the coolest guy. We were shooting a movie where he has one of his ski homes in in, in on the ski mountain in, in New England somewhere. And we like want to throw an after party for the movie. And he like knew the manager of the building. So he got us like the, the room for free. It's like, so you never know who you meet at these events. So I'm really appreciative that you guys are allowing for everyone to mingle. 
and to get to know each other. Because, you know, one of the reasons I'm coming is we're still looking for companies to invest in. My VC fund here in Tampa, Druid Ventures, we're still raising, we're still not raising, we're still deploying capital. We've raised all this money. We're really happy with all our investments, but we're always looking for more. So I'm excited to yeah, come down I there. I think and see it's going to be a great fit for you for that purpose. You know, we've been encouraging investors and founders and startups alike to to join us. And I think there will be a great mix. I mean, that's one of the things that I always hope for when I bring people together. You know, I run the I run the local Naples meetup group and my mind gets blown often by the people who show up in the room to just, you know, meet everybody and find out what's going on. And and I love it when connections are made because um you know, there's the, the, the inevitably there's that one person that's got that business idea, it's got that startup that's running, and there's that that VC that would never they would never connect with each other, but they bump into each other at a meetup group or at a conference like this. So that's one of the really big uh, hopes that I have when bringing all these people together is that they they make a literally a lifelong connection that turns into something that. Um, not only benefits them and is profitable, but also turns into good and benefits the the world as a whole. The that's what it's all about, right? You go, Jack. How long have you guys been oh, living I've been in Florida here for just over a year now? In fact, I. So you're yeah. so so you're fresh. What about I'm what about seven you, years in? Going seven, going on eight. Yeah. Okay. And where where are you guys? I'm fr- I'm here seven years. About how where are you guys from? Like which which part of the world? Like New England area or from around? I'm here? Midwest, so we're like opposite. Uh, like I'm I'm Midwest. I, I grew up in Indiana. Uh, spent um, much of my life in uh, in different cities and towns in Indiana. So I'm a Hoosier. What I noticed. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. When I noticed, I love them. I love that being on the west coast of Florida, we have more like Midwest people where like, because I'm from New York and everyone from New York goes down to like, in Connecticut goes down to like the east coast of Florida. And like, that's where my parents and everyone, they go to like vacation. And like, I, I, we're the secret coast, right? Like the Gulf Coast of Florida is the best. What I was going to say, and the reason I asked where you guys were from and how long you've been down here is that we're, but all three of us are on our journeys through Florida. But I do notice that like Florida attracts like the best people and also the worst people. So you have to, the, the relationships and the connections that you do make here are like lifelong and long lasting. They're harder to make, but they're like, you know, it's like harder to forge iron, but that shit lasts, you know, longer if that's like the, the right analogy or whatever. But so that's why I'm really excited about in-person events in Florida versus in other places, because you get to like do business and, and meet some great people. But I mean, that makes me curious, genuinely. It's one thing to like fall in love with 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 Bitcoin, with the whole, you know, kind of cryptocurrency industry. But what what did you guys do before and what led you to like start like a whole kind of like event around it? First of all, Charlie, I'm from uh, Lake Tahoe and um, yeah, oh, I, I love Lake my Tahoe. life uh, out there making um, having fun in the uh, snow sporting industry. And I was a longtime ski patroller and um, worked at different mountains all throughout uh, North America. And, um, but Tahoe was uh, my home. And uh, it was funny because uh, the culture there was, um, well, I can, I haven't been there for a little bit now, but it was so um, fascinating because it was close to the Silicon Valley. It had uh, all kinds of fascinating uh, intelligence, you might say, that kind of came up from the Bay Area and would uh, relocate to the Bean in the Mountains and whatnot as well as it was an international type of place because people came from all over the world to ski 
you know, at Heavenly and North Star and some of the in Squaw Valley, of course, where yeah. I grew up. And you have like the big kind of like Tahoe, like executive getaways, yeah. like the Zuckerbergs and the Bill Gates of the world. They all like meet yeah. in Tahoe a couple times yeah. a year and like a yeah. Davos. So it had that thing like yeah. you just mentioned about the Treasure Coast here where uh there you know you kind of you get this kind of funny people uh it's a good way to people put it. like on the run yeah. that probably just didn't want to fit in uh, in metropolis uh, down the hill and then there's all kinds of uh, fancy elites and whatnot and the most unbelievable t- collection of people that you could just see on any given day up avoiding up, uh <laughs> california taxes too, yes so um and it's funny because i think back um we're talking to john about you know like could we have duplicated this uh out in that in that climate there and uh, we would have found a rarefied audience, but um, you know that when I let's see, like you know through the 20s and tw- 2021, uh, you know back right before Bitcoin Day started up, it might have been it might have been a tough yeah. haul, a, a, a pretty heavy, uh, a, a tough build to kind of do. Uh, but now it you know it doesn't matter because um, you know out here the climate is different, as you said, and uh, and I know there's a, a great intelligent audience out there that I'd love to go back and revisit and share with, uh, but. Uh, we'll strategize on that for later. In fact, uh, John can probably comment. I want to hear John's answer, but I want to comment really quick that your event is actually like the anniversary event of Bitcoin Miami, which is not taking place in January this year, but it did every year since 2013. And uh, it's sad that it's not taking place because it's the same event, the same date is the same week that Vitalik launched Ethereum. It's that week, January 20th. It's the same week that I was supposed to be on stage in 2014 that I got arrested. And I they showed it. They're like, no one knows where Charlie is. He's not here. And everyone flew in to like see me talk. And uh, so it's a very monumental date too, because while the whole world is like in the cold, we're here doing these like beautiful events. Yeah, but, uh, I, and but yeah. I, actually, I, I that that's awesome because you know, honestly, um, I'm newer to Bitcoin, much newer than you are, Charlie. Uh, I only uh, was orange pilled in 2021, so <laughs> um, I did not. I have an orange pill poster right there. I did not realize right that Bitcoin that history. Pill, that's yeah. that's really interesting to know that that's something that we need to play up and maintain for our future events. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 play it up. Yeah, awesome. We'll make a toast to it or something. I'll yeah, I'll get all the I details to, about I, it. I wanted to throw it back to Jack because he didn't answer the question, the part about what what did we do in the past that brought us to Bitcoin? Yeah, he mentioned you... <laughs> Ski Patrol, but I I was wondering if he was willing to mention That's awesome. uh, his other part of his career. No, no. Uh, 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 let's see. Are, are you referring to the uh, to the Olympics at Squaw Valley? When I when I got to take a picture with John claude Keeley, <laughs> that one that story. That's, that's how I first one I was, knew that I was going to be a Bitcoiner, Charlie. I when I was a kid and I went to the is that and you take a picture with someone and, and I got to take a picture uh, at the Olympics uh, award ceremony and I knew that I wanted a bit of that coin right there, and I was that's cool. I was hooked. I was destined to be a future. You can keep your your stories. <laughs> yeah. You can keep your stories untold if you yeah. want. It's okay. No, that's a, that's that is a great story. story. That's a great story. You for, you forgot about the being being four years old when you saw that, right? So that was like your never. Yeah. We were talking about COVID in like end of January of 2020, when no one was because a friend of mine went to Wuhan for like a, to meet a Bitcoiner uh, and got sick on his way out. 
and came on my show like while he was in quarantine in Wuhan. He's like, Charlie and everyone else, you can listen to the episode. He's like, he was like drinking vinegar. He's like, this is going to take over the world. Like, and every, we were all like, kind of like not laughing, but so, but the reason I bring him up is because he wore a mask the whole show. Mm. So, you know, like you can keep your stories. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> it's all good. That was, Anyways, John, how that, did you that was the story here? I was looking for? So my, my story starts with Elon Musk and I uh, was, I just moved to Florida. I, I was uh, in between things to do and read a book, a biography of Elon Musk and started following him on Twitter. And he was tweeting about Bitcoin and I started to fit, look into it. And I downloaded this Bitcoin wallet and then I got sidetracked and I couldn't figure out. I got frustrated. I was like, I just don't know. I, start, I, I can't. And then yeah. other things happened. That was 2016. And then it, it didn't. There's always right. the first touch and then you disregard and, and, it. And then and it didn't back. come back to me again until 2021 when my uncle sent a, a post on Facebook with a link to a Pump podcast. Shout out to Pump. Yeah. And so I, I listened to that. My uncle was was saying, hey, you got to get into this, even though it's close to its all time high. And uh, I paid attention that time. And, you know, I just I, I, I was fascinated because um, I, I started understanding about uh, Bitcoin mining and about the, the I started learning about money, really, for the first time, even though I have a, uh, I graduated from my undergraduate with a minor in economics. Um, all I learned was Keynesian economics. And so I started learning about all that. Same and, thing, man. You know, it just was yeah. like, wow, blows your mind. All these things that you thought you knew that uh, there's a whole new world out there. Um, and so my my career really has been um, all over the place. But I mean, there's kind of the common theme of being a community builder. So I'm like, I'm a connector. That's just what I do. And I started going to this meetup group in Naples. and and um, you know, the guy that runs it asked uh, anybody if or asked if I wanted to help him. And um, I was like, yeah, I'll help you. So I ended up pretty much taking over the management of that meetup group. And, and then the uh, Bitcoin Day idea came about in a, a slightly different way, but it came about because of one of those influencers was visiting us and his next stop was Bitcoin Day Sioux Falls in 2022. And I was like, huh. And I looked at it and and Edward, the founder of Bitcoin Day, I, I talked to him and said, hey, what's it take to bring Bitcoin Day to Naples? And he explained it. I I uh, talked to some people here in town and we made it happen. What can oh, people expect at the after the party? After party. Well, we it's don't know. We we so we <laughs> have a venue. Which one will be better? Friday night or Saturday night? It depends on your night. perspective. I'm sorry to take over there, Jack, but <laughs> Friday night is it, Friday night will be a private event for the speakers and sponsors. Uh, but then Saturday, of course, after the after the conference, we're going to push everybody over to a place. We have a venue within walking distance uh, where we have a, a back room reserved nice. and hopefully we'll get a, a lot of people over there. So I think the I think Saturday night will be more fun if you're into, you know, you know, a wild kind of party with lots of people. Friday night will be just for the speakers and sponsors so that we can get to know each other and get prepared for the next day. Well, what's the website so people can can find it out? It is bitcoindae.io. Where is it at? What's the, oh, the, the venue? venue? Is called, it's called the Naples Conference Center. It's just a kind of hidden in the in the uh, back behind a fire station. 
uh, right off of Pine Ridge Road, which is one of the main drags in, in Naples. Um, so Pine Ridge Road and Goodlip Frank Road, there's a fire station. And right behind the fire station is this big old building with a big ballroom and training oh, room. Nice. And, and uh, yeah, we're taking the place over. We're trying to get the big ballroom on the Ritz-Carlton, uh, newly rebuilt out there on the Golden Gulf Shores. But some celebrity like moved in with some kind of wedding plan and bounced in, and we had to like try to outbid them if we could by a few million dollars. So we it's not uh, even worth it. We make our own good times. We don't exactly. need the Ritz Carlton. Right. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. And I'm yeah, excited for to see us, you Charlie. in a couple of weeks. <laughs>